are all very welcome. I am Ahanu and this is my lovely Angel Rose. And we have something special for you about soulmates. We want to know, do you believe that you are with your soulmate right now? Do you believe it's possible that you could have a soulmate relationship with your parents or your children? Do you think that it's possible for you to have a soulmate relationship with a teacher or a teacher with a student or a brother and a sister? Let's find out. Right, Tahana. Well, today we're going to discuss uh, relationships in general. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, and we're we're talking about people meet for all sorts of reasons, and they get together in all sorts of capacities. And some of those people are brand new. You know, you don't get the feeling that you've known them before, and you don't have any sense of um, being familiar with them or anything like that. You know, so but isn't it a distinguishing factor though when somebody feels that familiarity? With somebody, then right. they say, she or he is my soulmate. So there's something about that familiarity, isn't yeah. there? Yeah, so we're making this distinction yeah. now between new relationships that don't necessarily have that feeling to them mm-hmm. or deep connections, but yet there's an attraction. Right. And that could be physical. It could be on any number of levels, and really. Is the is that familiarity or that comfort with somebody else, is that the distinguishing factor that makes somebody a soulmate or not? Well, soulmates, now we're getting into the realm of spiritual relationships. And that's what we're here to talk about today, that there is a distinction mm-hmm. between a, a new relationship that doesn't seem to have any of those deep memory connections as opposed to maybe a relationship that's just based on attraction of some sort. Right. Okay. So spiritual relationships, they are different because they do have that sense of remembering somebody or um, I don't know what this deep connection is, but I just have feel it deep in my heart or I feel it deep in my solar plexus or, you know, I'm aware that they're different somehow. This is different. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I would classify those as now we're getting into the realm of spiritual relationships and those do encompass Soulmates and they encompass twin flames, but we're not here to talk about twin flames today. That's a whole different... We're only here to talk about soulmates. ...discussion, yeah. So soulmates, Angel Rose, tell me, the, the warm, comfortable, knowing relationship that one would have with their mother, for example, or their father, how is that different to the kind of warm, loving feeling that you might have from a husband or wife or girlfriend or boyfriend? Well, first let's go back and say that soulmate relationships can be parent-child. Okay, so you can have a a close connection with your mom or your dad, but it's not necessarily a soulmate. You might just get along really great on a personality level. You might understand each other and you might say, well, me and my dad or me and my mom have a great relationship. But that's very different when somebody says, I've known my dad before. I know my mom before. I I have a vague sense that we've lived many lifetimes together. Right. Okay, so I'm making this distinction here because soulmate relationships really kind of hit deep within. And it is true, too, with lovers, soulmates who are lovers. They can remember that I've been with this person before. And they may not always be positive, by the way. They might have a deep recollection of being with somebody from the past 
but they're disturbed by it. So that could be a situation where somebody might be, say, in a soulmate relationship with their boss, but the, the, it might be a f- relationship full of friction, it could for be. example. Mm-hmm. But it might be a throwback to something that has happened in the past. And I mean past lives, perhaps. Right. That is bringing up this friction now to be reconciled. But you touched on something very important, and that is the distinction between between a parent-child relationship and a soulmate relationship. Parent-child can be a soulmate, but once there's this kind of spiritual dimension to it, that's what's the decider. It's different. Right. The person usually knows on some level that I know this person. Mm -hmm. I've been with them before. I've, I have fleeting memories. There's a lot of synchronicity that seems to make us keep meeting each other again. I keep running into the person. They keep showing up. Why does, why does that happen? Mm -hmm. Okay. So they become, you become aware in a way that there's some destiny involved because it could be the type of thing where you're not looking for it. It just happens. Yes. It just happens. And it seems to happen without your conscious intervention. I know. From time to time, we've talked about those kind of synchronistic meetings, you know, where, and sometimes they're dramatized in movies, by the way. You know, if somebody's stepping out of a taxi and somebody else is trying to get into the taxi and they bump together and, whoa, there's electric shocks happening and there's sparks flying between right. these two people, you know. Uh, I mean, that's a romanticized kind of a version, a description of what we're talking about. But what we're really trying to get at here is that there's something deeper. Mm -hmm. There's some kind of a connection that each one recognizes. Mm -hmm. And we're not we're not either talking about just a sexual attraction either. We're talking about something, some kind of magic that happens. Right. Yeah. Synchronicities. Synchronicities. You know, and. Well, you and I have our own story, but that's for the twin flame uh, modules that come up later on. But when I want to talk about destiny just for a second, Mm -hmm. because I do think that people arrange before they come in um, certain things to happen at certain times. And I think soulmate connections are one of those things where the people are up in spirit and they're discussing their life plan. And Joe says to Mary, uh, okay, I'll come in when you're 16 and I'll, you know, cause a problem with your family and I'll, you know, take you away, whisk you away to never, never land. And somebody else might wow. say, hey, hey, Barabbas, you're my enemy. I'm going to, you know, let's meet down there to try to fix this, shall we? And But not until I'm 25. Okay. Right. <laughs> so the destiny well, you're, happens are, with soulmates. Yes, but in a way you're opening up a can of worms because... Many people would be under the impression that we have free will here, that everything is decided in the moment as we're living our lives. Like, for example, you come to a crossroads, uh, literal, metaphorical in every way, and you choose this road. If you choose this road, well, then you're not going to meet the people who are down that road. So how does destiny play into those choices that we're making in every moment? I think the choices come in after the meetings are made. In other words, it is free will between spirits that makes up a decision that they're going to meet at a certain time. But what each one does once they meet is where the free will comes in. In other words, just because, you know, Joe meets Sally, it doesn't mean they're going to live happily ever after. She may, he may come in when she's 16 and she, she might say to herself, you know, I changed my mind. I don't, I think I like Henry. 
better than you. Right. And so they, she decides she's going in a different direction. And just for clarity, by the way, this could also be where Joe meets Joe or Sally meets Mary. So we're, <laughs> we're, we don't want to create these kind of distinctions because really what we're talking about is relationships at the soul level and the destiny level. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So there is a destiny. There is an order mm-hmm. to people's lives. And that's one thing that we would like to get people to really understand by the time we're finished, uh-huh, is that their life has had an order to it decided by them. Right. Okay. But every, anybody has the right to change their mind mm-hmm. yes. about that agreement at any point. That's where the free will comes in. Yes. But there are things. I certainly have had meetings happen in my life mm-hmm. where somebody shows up at just the right moment or somebody um, gets me out of a pickle and maybe the relationship doesn't last forever, but it lasts to provide healing for both people. And even animals can be soulmates. People oftentimes feel that their pets are, they have a strong connection with their pets. Where is all this coming from? All this is coming from the fact that we are twin flames and we understand the deeper aspects about what's going on with relationships. But also, Angel Rose especially has been coaching and counseling people for years and years and years through the Akashic Records, where people ask her, more often than not, the questions are about relationships, aren't they? Yeah. Um, What's going on with my relationship? You know, it could be a conflicting relationship. It could be a joyful relationship. Or no relationship. Or no relationship, indeed. (laughs) Yes, because that does come up from time to time. Where, where is he? Where is she? How come I haven't met anybody? How come my relationships don't last? Um, or is a, this particular person a soulmate? Yes. Okay, they yes. want to know. Yes. yes, They understand they have some connection. There's something going on. But interestingly, in those particular situations, just because somebody says, well, what about so-and-so? You know, I feel like I've known them before. We have some type of connection I don't understand. And when you do look in, you you will find oftentimes that people are soulmates, but sometimes they're sisters, sometimes they're brother and sister, sometimes they're teacher student. They're not always romantic, even though that pull can be really, really strong. Right. So how do you tell the difference? Huh? Yeah. How do you tell the difference? And, <laughs> and come to me for an Akashic record reading. <laughs> well, I think a lot of this is up now for reconciliation with a lot of people. I really do believe that because in the past, it might have been understood in general that society in general and looking at human human norms, let's say, it would have been expected that men and women get married or indeed men and men, whatever the, the situation is. But there's a marriage takes place and that then is something that lasts forever, as it were. This is a kind of a the expectation are the preconceived ideas that we grow up with. But what about that place in Ireland, Hannah, where they match up people? Do you think when they match up people, you should tell our listeners about that, because do you think that when those matchmakers get together and they pair people together, are they pairing together soulmates or are they pairing somebody just based on compatibility? It's a good point, What do you think? You know, it's a tradition that's been going back for a few thousand years in Ireland and there's a little place on the west coast of Ireland and many people might have heard of County Clare and the Cliffs of Moher and all of that beautiful, scenic, wild Atlantic way. Well, there's a little village on the west coast in that rugged land along the coast there called Listoon Varna. And every summer there's a festival 
that it's a music festival, but it's also what's known as the Matchmakers Festival, and it has other Irish names too. Mm-hmm. And traditionally, there would have been the old hag or the seer of the community would come and match people up. But since the coming of Christianity at the time of St. Patrick in 432, it became a Christianized thing. They couldn't crush it or squash it. So what they did was they adopted it into the tradition. So so nowadays, it's the priest who actually does the matching, which is kind of weird when you think about it. But they've learned to match the, I don't know, the, the energies of the people. Is it that or is it compatibility is what well, I there's, know. Yeah, there's compatibility. I mean, nowadays with computers, you know, you've got these dating sites and they might match how tall somebody is and what their profession is right, and yeah, how old yeah. they are. And they, it'll match all these various parameters. Mm-hmm. But these guys didn't have those kinds of parameters. They were just going on raw intuition. Like, like you said, we'll use the names of Sally and Joe. And they would know that Sally somehow would match very well with the personality of Joe or the energies of Joe. I don't know if they really knew what those parameters were, but they were able to match them so successfully that I don't think any dating site has had the success rate of the Listoon Varna matchmaking festival going back all those hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. So do you think that's a soulmate thing? You know, I find it very interesting. Because all those couples stay married, don't they? They do. Apparently, it's a huge successful right. success rate. Yeah. <laughs> so I think there might be, they might be able to tap in. And I said, I use the word intuition. Maybe they're able to tap into this idea of destiny. Or maybe they're tapping into the idea of a soul's journey. Or they're tapping into the idea of uh, a soul's progress. Or they could be looking at somebody's sole purpose, maybe, do you know, somehow they're able to catch in the same way, I guess, that people might come to you and ask about relationships from the Akashic Records point of view. You're right. able you're able to tune into that and tap into that. So what we're positing here is that there's a lot more to soulmate relationships than what many people have heretofore Understood. And there's a lot more than just attractions. And there's a lot more than just attractions, yes. And so if we speak about that for a moment, everybody understands sexual attraction. We're going beyond that because I think everybody also understands that there is something more to life than just the sexual relationship or the sexual attraction. Because for many people, they find that that sexual relationship dies a death at some point early on. It doesn't last the pace. It doesn't go the full distance, in other words. Of course, we're speaking of other people, aren't we, home? We're speaking of other people. (laughs) (laughs) And Gail Rose, she's tripping me up here on purpose. (laughs) Where we're going with this is that there are relationships that are known as soulmates that we want to look at and we want you to start asking questions of your own relationship, whether they be with brother, sister, teach, student, teacher, mother, father, whatever, and how they connect in to your soul growth, how they connect into your, your spiritual evolution, how they're, ta- how they're connected into your awareness, your growth of awareness of yourself and your self-mastery, as well as how they are so synchronistic and coincidental with the other person. And what's really going on in and the bigger picture? what about people, though, um, who 
don't feel they've met a soulmate and they're looking for a soulmate. What, what about those people? Yes. How did, what's going on with them? Well, what's going on with them? A lot of times our upbringing, our past can actually repel that relationship because we may have we may have expressed a desire to be with that person, but maybe something happened in the past. There could have been something that uh, happened. For example, in our case, we can speak about an incident that happened where we were together in a Native American Indian lifetime. And you don't have to give all the details. I won't give all the details, <laughs> but we, we were separated. So there was this desire to get back together again. But it could easily have been a case that that might have been put off for whatever reasons, into future lifetimes until we reconcile something else. Maybe there was forgiveness needed to happen. Forgiveness of ourselves, forgiveness of others, whatever. There's well, let me tell my own story about, because I've met numerous soulmates in my life and there were, and I've had a couple of marriages and there were spaces in between those soulmates where I was single. And sometimes five or six years being single. And of course, you know, when a woman is sing is single, she every now and then she wonders, will she ever, you know, be in another relationship again? Or is she getting too old? And they have concerns about that. But what I found is that those spaces where I was single, and like I say, sometimes it was five, six, seven years or more, it was because there were certain parts of my own soul journey that I had to do by myself. Mm -hmm. Sure. In other words, the relationship would have been a distraction. So I, I just want to reinforce that if that is a person who is listening, right, where they want to know will they ever have a relationship, is love for them. First of all, I don't I don't think every anybody is destined not to have love in their life, first of all. I think that um, there's very few people that I read that have destinies to be single. And if they do, it's for a particular reason, usually an accelerated advancement of their soul. Okay, but at other times, remember timing has everything to do with it. And some people don't meet a soulmate until they're into their 40s or their 50s mm -hmm. or later. Yes. And it's usually because they've been busy doing other things with their soul along the way, learning certain things, clearing up limiting beliefs reconciling other forms of But here's the important thing about issues. that. If you knew that that was going on, if you knew that yeah. that was happening, then you could have some understanding around you it. You could. Yeah. So this is what we're trying to bring to you today is the possibility that there's a lot of stuff going on. Like you could be waking up or you could be choosing to continue to stay asleep. And that's why you're not recognizing these patterns of behavior with yourself or others in terms of soulmate relationships. It could be that... There's karma that you're working out. You know, there's a lot of factors going on here. Mm -hmm. And little, little would you have known that when uh, the name soulmate is mentioned, it, it would have appeared initially to be a very simple thing. Oh, Joe loves Sally. Sally loves Joe. It's inevitable. They're soulmates. They're going to get together. We're talking about a deeper, much more extensive relationship that has purpose and has soul design and has destiny attached to it and all of those things. This is why when we talk about soulmate relationships, 
We're not talking about a dating service. We're not talking about something at that level. We're not talking about how do I make myself more attractive to you so that we can end up sleeping together. This is not the level of soulmate relationships that we're talking about. We are going deep into uh, past life imprints. We're talking about creating your own reality. We're talking about the law of attraction. We're talking about the growth of consciousness. We're talking about our own personal empowerment. We're talking about love. And when I mention this word love, and Gail Rose knows well, we are talking about love at a level that is absolutely higher than anything we've experienced before, because we're moving into a whole new realm of divine love and divine feminine and divine male aspects of ourselves. Right. So we have a little gift for people today, too, Hannah, that they can download when they're finished. It's a meditation to the heart. And why we are gifting you with this is because it's a way to go on a spiritual journey of your own through meditation and discover what is the condition of your heart. And I'm not just talking physical, although that may show up Mm -hmm. in, in this meditation. It's more for you to see, you know, is your heart open? Is your heart closed? Uh, is your heart black? Okay, does it have walls around it? Is there still wounds in your heart that you weren't aware of that need healing? You know, it's a way to do a little bit of uh, preliminary self-exploration. Uh-huh. If Before we go into what our in-depth soulmate course is about. And we're also gifting them with a download of questions. Yes, indeed. And this is for the purpose of also being able to take a look at, you know, what do you believe about soulmates and what do you believe about male or female energy? And basically to kind of do a little bit of um, checking up on yourself to see what might be in the subconscious that you didn't know already. And there is a little bit of inquiry in there, too, about do you think you know anyone in your life now? Who's a soulmate or did you be, were you attracted to a soulmate and it didn't work out and you're still scratching your head trying to figure out, well, why didn't that work out? Why is this important? Because it's all about self-mastery and we're moving into an age now where many people are waking up and realizing that destiny is at work. There's a growth of awareness, there's consciousness expansion, all of this is happening and it makes sense for you to understand your relationships. Now, Angel Rose mentioned a couple of moments ago about a course. And we have used our own experience of our own twin flame relationships, but also the experience of hundreds and perhaps even thousands of consultations that you've done with clients over the last 35 more years. Or my own journey. Or your own journey. Before I met you of soulmate. Yes. You know, very intense soulmate relationships prior to meeting you. And we've put those into the form of a soulmate course. And it's very different In fact, I don't believe there's anything else out there because most courses about soulmates that you'll find are to do with how do I make myself more attractive? Where do I find my ideal date? All of that kind of thing. This is not the level we're talking about here. We're talking about in-depth self-mastery. We're talking about growth of awareness. We're talking about consciousness. We're talking about really a step towards the uh, ascension of our relationships into the divine. And this is a beautiful Beautiful course we're talking about. So, and, and the divine masculine and feminine, that's a huge yes. part of what's happening to the planet right now is coming into a much higher um, 
divinity between male and female. And what does that mean to be balanced in those relationships? So we are going to include uh, exercises in attracting a soulmate, but there won't be a dating service. Sure. Even though people do find their soulmates through dating services. And there are a lot of good programs out there, but we, we want to go into the whole picture. We want to go into your, what could have been your, your destiny before you incarnated? What could you have agreed to about soulmates and about relationships and about certain people? Mm-hmm. We want to go into that. We want to go into getting really clear on what soulmates are and what they're not. We want to get into uh, the whole idea of divine order. And yes. I think this is important because too many people think that their life is out of order. Or that their life is in chaos or it doesn't make any sense or even that the relationships are like that. There might be a sense that there's, they feel that there is some kind of a higher relationship out there. They feel this kind of loss inside or maybe a kind of an expectation that they still have to meet this great love in their life. That could be a right. real feeling too. Or like we mentioned earlier, they could have, you could have relationships that are a bit chaotic. And that don't really run smoothly, but you feel a very deep attraction to this person. And a lot of people don't leave those relationships because they feel that deep attraction. So we're going to get really into the whole, what is going on there? What's really going on there and what's required and help people get really, really clear on what that destiny could be, what the choices are, if, you know, around relationships like that. And definitely they'll be able to see how they would have ordered or put together uh, certain events that show up in their life at different times. But then just because something is prearranged in terms of a meeting, like we said, doesn't mean that the lesson is stay together with this person if they're being abusive. That's true. So there are lessons in this course also about recognizing within yourself when to say no, for example, because a lot of times that's a crucial and critical part of moving on, of soul growth. Of what you attract next. And what you, exactly. Or as you say, opening the door to the next relationship or the next level of awareness. So there's a lot going on here. And we've broken down this course into three modules, more or less. You will be able to take it at your own time. The, The downloadable home study version, you will be able to take it in your own time. But we've structured it in such a way that you would do it over three weeks, for example. And that would be like three modules. And we've covered more or less what we were talking about in the first module. Second one was going to cover the chakra connections. You know, which is very real because everybody understands the base chakra connection or maybe the heart level connection. But there are other connections and we're going to talk about soul victories. We're going to talk about the healing and the karmic effects of all of this. And then in the last week, Angel Rose, what can we expect in week three? Okay, we're going to talk about the choices and decisions about these relationships and we're going to talk about if there's any um, healing to be done, if it's if it will help people through some past life meditations, be able to tell if somebody is a soulmate and what was the relationship in that past life. And that's important because it helps somebody know what next, what's next, what's supposed to come next. Is it supposed to be a healing? Is it supposed to be a marriage? Is this, Are we supposed right. to have children? Uh You know, is it temporary? Is it permanent? Mm -hmm. All of those sorts of things that we can look at. 
And also helping those that don't have a relationship understand why they would have set that up for themselves. Not as a bad thing, by yeah. the way. I, mm-hmm. I have to say here that if there is a way of looking at your soul progress in your life where you will understand the order of it and how you would have arranged it like that so that you don't feel that you're being left out or you're being victimized. Once you understand yourself and what you're doing, the whole dynamics can change. Yes, that's a beautiful thing about this course that we are presenting to you now is that you will arrive at understanding and clarity around your current relationships. But more importantly, and Angel Rose just touched on it there, where she said, what's next? Because what it does is it sets the stage effectively in your energy field, in your in your psyche, in your spirit that prepares the way to allow a twin flame relationship, if that's what you have set up. But you will be in that acceptance, understanding and readiness for something like that to happen. Now, we've structured that as a whole other thing, but we will come to that in due course. But it's it's a beautiful, all-inclusive understanding about what's going on in your relationships. And we're going we're gonna to leave people today, honey, with that meditation to the heart. Mm-hmm. And we won't come back from it because we want you to download this after we're done talking to you. We want you to listen to it and end peacefully. You know, Absolutely. so we won't come back. We won't talk anymore. We want you just to leave you in a really wonderful space and a space where you can start to understand your own heart at a deeper level and what it's really wanting and what it has experienced and what it would still like to experience mm-hmm. if that's the case. Uh-huh. And um, throughout our modules, though, in our upcoming course, we will be giving people other deep meditations where you're going to do more. Uh, exploratory work. Sometimes we'll give a writing exercise. Sometimes it'll be a mixture of understanding and spelling things out. So we've got a lot planned that'll take you to a much deeper level of these these relationships and what they mean, not just personally, huh, but what do they mean planetarily? Right. We haven't even touched we on that. We haven't even touched we, the planetary level, but we will. That. Absolutely. Yes, well, yes. in, in yeah. terms of their destiny. Yeah. So the link is below. The link is, is below for downloading the meditation. Questionnaire. The, the link is below for downloading the questionnaire. And those questionnaires, we do suggest print it out, write out the answers physically. No one word answers. No one word answers. Yes, take the time to physically write them out with a pen and paper. Why? Because there's a kind of a psychoenergetic understanding and release that takes place when you go to that level but you'll find that uh, with all the questionnaires that we give you so there's a link below for that and there's also a link below to sign up for the course and we strongly suggest and encourage you and welcome you into our soulmate relationships course we really look forward to seeing you on that thank you thank you and bye-bye